Hey, what it is, what's up, here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bold Journeys Podcast. I am your humble hostess, T. The Queen B, also known as the Mindset Midwife. Shout out to Jesus, my homeboy. Where would we be without him? Check it. We have made it to season five, episode six. Yes, yes, yes. Fabulous Friday, Friday feeling, Freedom Friday, all of the things. Friday fresh for success, blessed by the best, bringing you nothing but the best in motivation, inspiration, and empowerment information for your life, love, relationships, hardships, and lordship. Yes, I say a lordship. See, you don't even know you're a ruler. You're out of control because you don't know that you're in control. That's why you need to tune in. This season, we're centering on bold journeys in self-care, specifically soul care. I want to get your mind right, your money right, get your story right. So everything is all right. So let's get it. There once was a little girl. She was born in the red clay to a loud family. With no formal notice or preparation, she had no idea that she would one day be queen. A media mogul who's not tech savvy, a birther of dreams, a hope dealer, the mindset midwife. Did she have what it takes to be a wife? Broken glass, broken promises, and time will reveal a broken heart. Weighted down by what could never be blood on the doorstep, faded memories, body parts holding, assaulted by a habitual line stepper what should have been a boundary blurred into fantasy escaping the bullets and the darts she removed her armor only to be pursued and chewed by the dragon she had to transcend had to become new as she breathed her last labored breath, tear-stained pages of text arose, and so did she. A new family and new focus, seemingly out of the blue, and just like that, resurrection. That's just a bit of poetic retelling of my history, and I say to you once again, Happy Women's History Month. We just celebrated International Women's Day. And not only that, speaking of a queen, speaking of a bold, beautiful woman making bold, beautiful moves, we just celebrated one year of The Patient is Wearing Lipstick. Emerging from... The Shadow of Death.
my long-awaited tell-all memoir that you helped become number one on Amazon just celebrated one year, y'all. Wow. I released The Patient is Wearing Lipstick last year on International Women's Day and it was and still remains such a huge deal to have pulled the curtain back on the juicy, gory details of my life and near-death experience. So in celebration of this momentous occasion and celebrating women, history makers, birthers, nurturers, I thought, why not share some goodness, some wisdom, some gems right from the book? So go with me as I share some excerpts from chapters five and six of The Patient is Wearing Lipstick, Emerging from the Shadow of Death. As I recount it all, I toggle back and forth between gratitude and disgust. I'm extremely grateful to be here to share this story with you. I am beyond grateful that today I can share laughs and hugs and great memories with my family. However, at the same time, I truly hurt when I think of all that I've been through. I hurt when I think of the countless women, specifically black women, more specifically black women who are overweight, who are trying to navigate the healthcare system in this country. Our pain is minimized. Our voices are not valued. We are immediately viewed as having a lack of education, a lack of self-control, and a lack of resources. Did I need to wear a sign that said I held a master's degree and I worked at one of the best paying jobs in the area? Did I need a tattoo that read I eat lots of snacks because I work 60 hours per week? How could I communicate with these people and push past all of their assumptions about me? In addition to fighting for survive, I was fighting a human rights battle, a civil rights battle. Sheesh, I'm just not in the mood to be a mule right now. All women deserve to be cared for. All humans deserve to be cared for. If you are reading this and waiting for permission to speak up, here it is. Ask for what you want. Stand firm. Speak up and ask. You don't have to be treated poorly. You are not weak. You are not second class. You are not less than. You are enough. You are worthy. You deserve the life of your dreams, not your nightmares. And right here, towards the end of chapter five, is where I actually include tease tips for dealing with healthcare professionals. I actually list eight in the book. And I'm going to share four 
with us on today. Number one, bring a notebook with you and take notes. Number two, ask questions. Number three, ask them to repeat themselves. And number four, keep a list of your medications and allergies on hand, whether paper or digital. Go with me as I share just a little bit more. As I attempt to give an account of the things that happened to me, I think of Moses' account of Job in the Bible. In chapter 3, Brother Job has had his fill, and that resonated with me deeply. To say I shared his sentiments is an understatement. I can't compare nearly losing my marriage and health to him actually losing his entire family and all of the family's wealth. However, I connected with his pain. It was how I felt about going back and forth to the hospital, how I felt about continuing to plug into a machine, and how I felt about taking pill after pill after pill. Let the day of my birth be erased. And the night I was conceived, let that day be turned into darkness. Let it be lost even to God on high and let no light shine on it. Let the darkness and utter gloom claim that day for its own. Let a black cloud overshadow it and let darkness terrify it. Let that night be childless. Let it have no joy. Y'all, that's how I felt. In and out of the ER, in and out of the ICU, in and out of consciousness. I just want it to be over. And as I get ready to close, I'm going to share just a few lines from chapter six, which is titled Shell of a Woman. The saying once a man and twice a child often floated around in my head during that time. The reality of being born experiencing childhood, growing into an adult, and then reverting to childlike dependency on the adults around me came too soon. It wasn't supposed to be like this, at least not yet. It was terribly frustrating to one day wake up and not be able to do basic things for myself. It was if I had aged 40 years overnight. Whew, my goodness. I'm just so beyond grateful to be able to be here, to be able to clearly string two words together, to make sentences, to communicate with you my gratitude to God, to my support system, my blood family and my church family. I'm just so grateful, y'all. One year later, after the release, five years later, after storm. I'm so grateful. Share this gratitude with me. Celebrate with me. Head over to Amazon. Type in Artisha Bolding. That's A-R-T-I-S-H-A-B-O-L-D-I-N-G and order a copy of my memoir, The Patient 
is wearing lipstick. Grab one for a friend, family member, or a loved one. Let's make this a big deal because it is one year later. I'm going to get on out of here. Thank you for listening. I love you for listening. Don't forget to share the episode. Share, 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 share. Subscribe to the Bold Journeys podcast on your favorite platform. Subscribe to the Heal Girl YouTube channel. Keep sending me love. Keep it up. Keep your head up. Keep your spirit up. Keep your thoughts up only on things above. And know that I love you much. Until next time, holla.